Not Just Football with Cam Hayward is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook. You bet, you get with Caesar's Rewards. Must be 21 or older. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Not Just Football with Cam Hayward. You know me, 97. You know Hayden, our longtime producer and my longtime friend. And we have a long list of things to go through with this free agency. Hayden, how you doing? Doing great, man. Uh, you know, excited to be back. I know you just got back from Hawaii. You look rested. You look great. How was Hawaii? It, I didn't spend enough time there. I need to go back. <laughs> I think you but, uh, spent enough time there, Cam. Nobody ever yeah. spent yeah. yeah, I spent enough time. I had to get back for Coach T's birthday. So happy birthday, Coach T. Glad to see you. Um, you know, I, I think he's making some moves right now, though. Did you happen to watch the Pat McAfee show today at 1 o'clock? No, I was too busy watching Perfect Match. Oh, wow. Well, I mean, <laughs> that's, that's another time. But Yeah, I listen, I'm yeah. not going to lie. Uh, there was enough drama to fill yeah. the listen, Pat McAfee show, though. Yeah, Let's be honest. I, wow. Uh, wow. Interesting. I did not think that's where you were going with that. Great show. Uh, whatever. Um, did you hear any of the cliff notes, though, from Pat McAfee with Aaron Rodgers? I did. And it seems like someone was a little bit pissy about, uh, you know, what Green Bay was doing. And, you know, Alvis, uh, was it his darkness retreat? He felt very inclined to uh, move on and move elsewhere. Well, going into the darkness retreat, he was basically said he was 90% retired. And then when he oh. got back to his phone five days later, because he didn't have his phone, I guess, um, which I, I, I don't know if I believe, but he didn't have his phone. And then when he got back and saw all the stuff, it was, okay, I'm coming back now because of the, the disrespect. So it almost feels like he's got a chip on his shoulder now. So my only thing with that is it's, it's cool to have a chip on your shoulder, but if you were 90% certain you were going to retire, what, what are we really talking about here? Like you're mad because they thought you were going to retire as well. <laughs> and so to get back at them because they thought you were going to retire because you were going in thinking you were going to retire. I don't know where you, you really go with this. Like I'm still waiting for Aaron Rodgers to just be like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm going to retire now. I saw you started trading for some of those guys I wanted on my list that I won't say that I had a list, but now I'm just going to stay back and, you know, sit out a year. But I guess he wants to follow the Brett Favre model. I, I think there was also thoughts that he had seen that he was being linked in trade talks too. So I think he took that as like a dis like they were they told him one thing and they were doing another behind closed doors, which I could see why that would upset a player, right? Right, very true. Um, yeah. You know, I think the thing that's it's kind of funny though, you know, these demands he's making and saying I want to be traded here, but it's like Green Bay still owns you, and if they don't get the draft capital and the players they want, they don't have to agree to a trade. And so it's just like, you know, you can say you want to do all this stuff, but Green Bay holds the ball in their court and they control how it, how it happens, when it happens, and could really make it murky for the New York Jets. I just think at the, at the end of the day, they know they have to trade them. They've got Jordan Love there. They need to figure out what they need to do with him. Uh, and I do think it's time for them to move on. I, I just want to know, as a Jets player, what would be your reaction to all this? What what player am I, though? 
Am I the wide receiver? Well, because it seems like he, if I'm a wide receiver, I'm kind of pissed because well, this yeah. dude is bringing in more and more wide receivers. Well, I'm like, dude, uh, one thing we got to say is good for Randall Cobb and Mercedes. Like, good for them, man. Like, if if he they're going to be brought along when he's right, he wants to bring Odell too, right? Yes, Odell. So really, you're right. Lazar. Every receiver but Garrett Wilson is basically in huge trouble. Yes. Yeah, Elijah huge. Moore, watch out. I'm sorry, my dude. They, oh, they're, yeah. they're coming for you, bro. Well, yeah, they cut Braxton Berrios too already. So, like, they've already they've already set this up like that is what's going on here. Mm-hmm. But if I was a defender, I'd be saying, you know, okay, we went from Zach Wilson to Aaron Rodgers. I'm pretty sure I'm I'm in the the green with with Aaron Rodgers. Like that's that's a that's a pretty nice upgrade. Um, but I did remember. Um, I think Zach Wilson did say, whoever comes in. I'm going to make that quarterback's life hell. So <laughs> it's going to be yeah. very interesting going forward, though. He, he might rethink that quote when the trade history <laughs> goes through. Um, so you're, it's funny, though. You're kind of saying, though, defensively, you'd be all for it because of what the quarterback situation was. So yes. now the question is, is could that mess up the, the locker room, though, off, from the offensive side of the ball? You've seen the tweets, and, like, the guys wanted Aaron Rodgers. So – you know, if you're a wide receiver and you weren't one, you know, the wide receiver one, you're pretty much like, all right, man, like, are you, am I getting shipped out of here or what? Um, you know, I think they have a good offensive line, um, a good running back in Brees Hall. Uh, so, you know, it's going to be a, a very good offense to be a part of. But if you're in a certain position group or you're a quarterback, yeah, your your days are numbered there. Yeah, so do you think the Jets will regret giving meeting all the demands if they get him? This is the thing. Is he only going to play one year? Because that is going to totally mess up your team. If he only plays one year and you got to give out all these draft picks and all this stuff they want, you are screwed because you have one chance to make it, and if you don't make it, that that – trade will fall flat on its face and you'll be looking like Denver giving up left and right what you wanted and you know looking like why did we do this trade in the first place yeah but like you said at least Denver would get him from gonna get Russell for you know the next couple of years if yeah I guess my biggest fear and you it's because of something you said earlier in the as we were talking if he was 90% sure he was retiring up until he saw text messages what's gonna make him not feel the same way a year from now motivation only goes so far preparation goes the full way Mm -hmm. so he was already checked out to begin with and it just took oh man i really want to come back you feel that itch yeah that itch might still be there but let's not forget aaron Rodgers was not himself this year aaron Rodgers was a different player in his last game he lost to the detroit lions he did not make the playoffs and did not have a good outing and so it's hard for me to say like this team just automatically becomes a super bowl contender all right, so knowing all that, if you were in the Jets front office, what are you comfortable giving up to get Aaron Rodgers? Ooh. Uh, I want to hold on to my ones. There's no way, Cam, you're holding on to all your ones if you're going to get him. I'll give I'll give some twos, There's but I ain't no giving them ones. You're going to have to give up a player then. I mean, you're going to have to give up somebody of I'll give him Zach Wilson too. How about oh. that? There's their one. <laughs> I don't I don't think I don't think that will matter. Um, yeah, let me ask you this, though. This is interesting. 
Um, will this have an impact on future player mobility? Like, is he showing the blueprint on how to get to where you want to get to? And I know we've had some guys already do this, but he's really kind of flexing his muscle. This is that that's why I think he doesn't have a lot of power in this situation because it's not like he's a free agent. It was one thing when Tom Brady did it, he was a free agent. He at, he wanted AB, he got AB. He wanted Gronk, he got Gronk. Um, those are moves you can make as a free agent. But when someone else owns your rights, it's really hard to say, hey, I want this to happen. I want this to happen. Trade me here and appease me. Make me feel good about the situation. Um, you know, and I, I think I saw one tweet. It was like, you see all these, all these Jets players asking for him. Mm-hmm. But you don't see any Green Bay players trying to make sure he stays. I'm out. This was refuted, though, and I believe it was Rasul Douglas said this. He goes, I don't need to go to Twitter to defend, to go reach out to him. I've got his phone number, and I'll text him personally. So I do think just because guys aren't publicly begging for him to come back to Green Bay does not mean his teammates don't like him. Well, you could have just been like – you could have tweeted and just been like, hey, bro, chill out. I'm trying to keep him here. I mean, maybe, I guess, but not everybody lives on Twitter. So I'm not going to hold that against Rodgers or everybody Wait, else. Who doesn't live on Twitter? Listen, what? that's what? not – listen, that was refuted. I'm not going to give you that one because I'm not – listen, no. But the Jets Every, players – Everybody's got a Twitter account, listen, whether it's fake or not. Listen, the honest. Jets players, they are they are begging him to come, though. They are. They are. They are. They're a little thirsty. Just be ready for what you're getting yourself into. Yeah, man. Let's get into some free agency stuff. Uh, but. Uh, Bunch of stuff. I mean, Patrick Peterson signed Cole Holcomb and then re-signing Larry Ogunjobi. Just go into what your thoughts on some of the moves are. Yeah, I'll start with Larry. Um, I thought getting Larry back was huge. Um, you know, we have been tinkering with the D-line since Tua was gone. And, you know, having Wormley has been great. Uh, hopefully we can bring him back too. But having a guy like Larry Ogunjobi back is is huge. Um, I was talking to him yesterday, and we, he was just like – for the past couple of years, it's literally like he has he packs a book bag and just moves on to the next team. So he actually has a home now, and um, you know I'm excited to just keep growing with him, uh, building something special. Um, you know I think he's just going to feel more and more comfortable in this, this scheme, and he's going to benefit from it. And then you move on to you know Patrick P. Um, you know first we lost Cam Sutton and. I can't tell you how bummed I was to see a guy like that walk out of our, our locker room because Cam does so much. Um, he's one of the smartest guys on the team. Uh, he gets guys lined up. He communicates. Um, there's just a hub of communication, Mike T likes to say, that comes from him. And, you know, Detroit is getting a heck of a player and an even better person. Um, you know, I'm sorry to see Cam go, uh, but that's the nature of the business. Um, and, you know, seeing Cam go, we bring a guy in like Pat, Patrick Peterson. And you you can look through his resume and you see his one of the top corners um, in a future Hall of Famer, a guy that you can depend on every week. And, you know, he seems excited to be a part of it. I think he brings not only, you know, his play, but his leadership as well. So, um, you know, I think our cornerback room is definitely going to benefit. Our secondary is definitely going to benefit him and Minka going back and forth. Uh, and I, th- I think one thing he does really well, he plays the run very well. And in our defense, our corners got to be able to tackle and come up to the line of scrimmage and make some plays. So uh, excited about that. Um, and then the last guy we got was Cole Hol- Holcomb. 
um, a little bit underrated pick. We saw Rob Spillane leave. Um, Spillane did a lot for us, uh, you know, to think it was only a couple years ago where he was making that stop versus Derrick Henry in the, in the hole. And, you know, he really popped on the scene then. And then he was making, you know, plays in and plays out uh, every single game. Uh, a lot of communication came from him. I don't know how Cole is going to adjust to our system, but I'm excited to get to learn it. You know, he seems like a, a really good kid, athletic. Um, I know he was injured this past year, but uh, the year before he was he was kicking a lot of tails. So you add these guys back into the mix, um, you know, I think it makes for a good recipe so far. Losing some interesting pieces, though, this year, the Cam Suttons and the Robert Spillanes. Go a little bit more into what Cam Sutton meant to your defense with his versatility. Versatility, man, not many corners can play outside and then transfer in the slot. Uh, Cam could do it all. Um, you know, even sometimes we could go, um, you know, more corners on and he could act as a safety in some, some instances. Uh, Cam is just very smart and very savvy. Um, you know, sometimes um, for a corners play, the play could be made before the play even happened off of, you know, disguise and, you know, showing different looks. Cam was, you know, very good at that. And, you know, I think wherever, wherever he was going to go, he was going to benefit the team. Um, we've very, been very fortunate to have a guy like Cam Sutton who's made big plays for us. You know, one play in particular is just the Baltimore play where he kind of goats uh, the quarterback into throwing a, a pass he shouldn't have thrown into the end zone, and he picks it off. Um, Cam is a guy that you can depend on week in and week out, uh, and we were just fortunate to have a guy like that. Yeah, no, I was kind of shocked that he he got away. It kind of reminded me of a few years back when y'all let Mike Hilton go, uh, mm -hmm. who I thought was another really good player who has done big things for the Bengals. So interesting mm -hmm. to see that. Um, excited, though, Patrick Peterson. That was a really big name. Did you have any inkling that he was a possibility? No inkling. Um, you know, you, you really don't know what goes on in free agency, who's talking to who. You know, it's, it's funny. We have this non-tampering period oh, but then as legal, soon as that's tampering. done legal yeah, the, tampering. the legal tampering but then once it's done it's like boom all these deals are done and you're like okay what are we really doing here i think like most of these deals probably have in a combine mm -hmm. so you know it's, it's just funny to watch this go through um one one guy we didn't talk about that we got to give a, a little bit of props to is demonte casey um Why signing casey back is huge um, I do still think we, we should uh, get Terrell Edmonds back in the mix because having, you know, three safeties that can play all over the field is huge. Um, you don't know what's going to happen in the future, but, um, you know, KZ, I thought once he got back into the fold with us, man, he played lights out. So uh, glad to have him back, and uh, hopefully uh, we can get Edmonds back as well. Yeah, I think Edmonds is another one that you really like. Um, another guy that could be available, Bud Dupree. Wouldn't mind if he came back to Pittsburgh. Uh, I don't know if you've, you know, I think you know him pretty well. So if you need to text him, shoot him a text. Okay. Bud Dupree, who's that? Oh, okay. No, I'm okay. just kidding. Okay. I'm okay. Just okay. Kidding. You said I'm it, not just me. Kidding. <laughs> Bud's my buddy. Bud got a buddy in me. And, uh, you know, um, I, I was always bummed to see Bud leave. Um, but to get a guy like Bud back, uh, and then you would have a three headed monster, uh, Man, you couldn't ask for a, a nastier group. Um, you know, I thought we were really finding our stride when Bud was starting and Alex was backing both TJ and him up. 
and then you know Alex takes off now you kind of you get a guy like that you know where you can rotate you can put them all three on the same um field at the same time um it could be nasty what those guys could do. So uh, we'll see what happens. Um, you don't want to speculate too much because uh, you're hoping and praying and then it doesn't work out. So <laughs> we'll see. Get to texting. Text Darius Slate. Text Bud Dupree. Text these people. Come on. We need you to recruit. I, I need to recruit. I need to do I know. We'll see. Um, <laughs> I do want to ask, though, do any of these moves, because me and you talk every draft year, and you always give me a little bit of a hint. Do any of these moves tell you? I give you you hints. Don't don't be ratting me out. You give me hints. Hints. You don't give me names. You give me hints. Uh, Hints. You may give me names. Um, But um, but um, where do you think they go in the draft now, or does this tell you where they might go in draft in the draft? Um, you don't know. Um, you know we we also brought in another guy in in uh, Nate Herbig on the other side of the line. Um, and you know he's a he's a pretty big guard, and I thought that might have been a, a big need for us. Uh, really rounding out our group. But uh, we'll see what happens if we take an offensive lineman, uh, inside backer. We need some D-line help. Uh, still got to sign some guys there because we don't have a lot of guys on D-line front as it is. I know we signed Larry back, but, you know, we've, we're, we're trying to get some pieces back. So we'll see on that. Uh, another corner, because even if you don't sign Slay, you could draft one um, and then just, you know, let him grow into the role. Um, that's what happens when you got some good veterans in there. Um, you know, you could go safety if you don't, you know, you need to fill out that. Um, there are so many different avenues you could take. I can tell you right now what we're not taking in the first round is a quarterback. So <laughs> everybody can get that out of their system, um, you know, and um, we'll see what happens. No, and I'm kind of glad you mentioned it. You know, if you take a younger corner here, though, what better situation for him to go into to learn from a guy like Patrick Peterson, Minka? I mean, there's so much, so many veterans on that team that I think a young corner might do well in a system with a guy like Pat P. Well, you know, I you bring up going up against a team like Cincinnati, right? And they have three premier wide receivers. And you need four or five guys to commit to all those guys. So um, the more corners, the better. The more they stay fresh, the better. If you can have dominant corners week in and week out, more than three, you are doing something special. So um, we understand we're not going to be able to score, you know, lights out every single time like some of these teams. But what do you do? You matchups make the fight. And your matchups got to be, your defense has got to, you know, be stingy with points and hold them off the field. And, you know, your running game's got to take off. And we got to, you know, we got to, we got to goon people. We got to make sure that we're the most physical team every time we play and, you know, give our opportunity, our offense opportunities to just keep succeeding. Yeah, no, I think I do like a lot of the moves. I'd find it funny. You don't want to mention any of the offensive moves. You totally leave the guard, the new guard out. I, of, I just mentioned them. Yeah, it took you. It took you five minutes into the show, though. It's just a such a defensive guy to do these types of things. I'll get reacquainted with him really quick. So, oh, I know. God. <laughs> <laughs> man, trading camp. Oh man, I cannot wait to hear Cam Hayward in a fight. 
The thing about Caesar Sportsbook, it's not just an app. It's your key to a whole empire. Hotels, casinos, restaurants, shows, Caesar's Palace. I'm sure you've heard of it. Every bet you place with Caesar Sportsbook brings you closer to perks only Caesars can offer. Hotel stays at iconic destinations, app bonuses, merch, show tickets, and many more Caesars rewards perks. So get started today. Register using code OmahaFull and then place your first bet up to $1,250. If you win, Congrats. If you don't, you'll get your stake back as a bet credit. If you have a gambling problem in Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed to Horseshoe, Bossier, City, and Harris, New Orleans. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER, which is 1-800-426-2537. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. New York, call 8 8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Lamar Jackson refutes a report that he turned down $200 million guaranteed in September. Right. Um, at this point, do you think Lamar's being disrespected by the Ravens and the league? I think Lamar, like, Lamar's been in a situation where he's seen the market of what his potential is. He saw a guy who hadn't won an MVP, who hadn't played football in, you know, bit, more than a year, make an astronomical amount. If I'm in Lamar's situation, I have to go off of that and I need more, you know, because this is my one opportunity to capitalize on what I'm supposed to get. I want to set the stand for, standard of what I should be paid and I shouldn't settle for anything less. Um, you know, the quarterback position is way different than other, any other position. It's put on a pedestal. It's made that they climb every year. And, you know, you can look at it from an NFL approach and be mad about it, but that's what they do. They pay quarterbacks the top of the money, the top of the market. Anything less, less would be stupid because now you're saying Lamar and Kyler Murray are the same player. So are you comparing Lamar and Kyler or Lamar and um, Deshaun Watson? And so I'm, lo I'm looking at it, I'm like, one guy's a, a MVP. 
one guy means so much to his team, has been part of the community, has done everything right. And so many people have criticized them and chastised them for not taking the deal and, you know, not agreeing to their terms. He knows what he wants. They should be respecting that because with any other quarterback, that's what's happened. And the fact that multiple teams have come out and said they will not trade for him when, you know, there have been multiple teams who have given up more than one first round pick. And it's just crazy to think this guy has is getting the short end of the deal when it becomes he's an MVP and he changes the team. So do you think collusion is going on? You do. I, 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 I don't know if it's as simple as, yeah, there's a text thread or, oh, they all met in a bar. But it's just crazy that so many teams have come out publicly, publicly. Like, it's probably on their Twitter handles. It says, we are not in the running for Lamar Jackson. That has to be, like, if that's not, you know, screaming from, you know, the mountains. I don't know what it is. Because you're literally just being way too open about collusion. I I did think that was weird. I don't remember a time where teams declared they're not going to go after a free agent. I never don't ever remember that. Um, It's got to be the dumbest thing an owner can do or a team can do. Hey, we're publicly not going to go. Like, if you don't want to say collusion, don't say collusion. But then don't, like, do the thing that would attempt collusion. That makes no sense. I also think it's weird too. It's teams that aren't very good Falcons. It's teams like that to where you're like, this guy wins 65% of his games when he plays. So he could help your team immediately win. Now I want to go play the other side here. Mm. Are there other things that play here? Like not having an agent, how much does that play in him not getting what he wants? Cause he doesn't know what the market is maybe as well as an agent would. He might not have an agent, but he's got the NFL PA working for him. And you know, I know his mom's his advisor, but He's getting all the information. It's not just like it's just him. He's having people support him. The fact that multiple teams like are coming out of the work work to say we're not interested, there's a problem with that. Like we can't we have to think there's some type of collusion here. Like, you know, more and more teams come out just to say that, that that makes no sense. Like it'd be funny if a team like a team in the Cincinnati or a team in the AFC was like, I'm just going to do this to screw with the Baltimore Ravens and offer them this much just to see if they bite. Because then you're screwing the Baltimore Ravens in the process. And okay, I'll give you two first rounds. That's way less than what uh, Russell Wilson went for. Like, like there have been, let's, let's quit acting like these first round picks are just always hits. You are getting a proven guy who has won games in this league and made the playoffs. So let's not act like this guy hasn't proven it. This guy has earned his money. He deserves it. And the and team should be showing interest in that. Yeah. I mean, I've also heard reports that, that other teams don't want to do the work for the Ravens. They don't want to put together basically the contract and the Ravens come back and match it as well. So, I mean, there's a lot so of play. offer here. something stupid to make make the match. <laughs> well, it's funny. You The thing you mentioned, uh, a guy we once interviewed, had Jerry Ferreira. Uh, mm-hmm. from, he actually asked that and said, if you were the Steelers, if they had the cap space, why wouldn't you just put the offer out there? And see, and I'm like, the Steelers probably wouldn't do that. But I no. but I think the point kind of stands is put, them, put the pressure on them, right? Yes. Yes. 
make someone actually do some work over there because I, I just think Lamar is very deserving of a contract like that. Um, I know he's gotten some, you know, bumps and bruises along the way, but what player hasn't? And uh, I think we could all say that he is a top five quarterback in our league. Yeah. All right. Uh, if you had to pick today, how does that get finished? Do they, do they sign him or is he traded? I want to say traded. Wow. And I, I like, that's not just me being a Pittsburgh Steeler. I just look at what's going on right now. And you, you just start to think there's going to be a team that, you know, you know, that pounces on the situation. Like, you know, if the Jets were smart, that would have been the play to make. Man, I know. Because you build around them and you have all these these players, Lamar Jackson would have would have turned your 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 team around. And, you know, I think Atlanta's a, a really cool opportunity that he, he could have, you know, really relished a, a role like that. So, you know, it's gonna be interesting. Um I know they brought a new OC and stuff like that. Uh but you know, you gotta start surrounding Lamar with some talent. What about a trip to the Dolphins for Tua? Tua, a little swap. Lamar for Tua. Um, all right. Uh, it, what's your look on that? What do you think? <laughs> you know, I, I think I think with the Tua thing, it's just like it's it's the same issue, right? I mean, it's the same. In, it's injury issues too, right? I mean, it, his injury is way different, and that those concussions, it it becomes a pariah. And I think two is a heck of a talent. I thought he balled out this year. I, I'll be first to eat crow when I said, you know, it was surprising how little faith that Miami had in him. But, you know, he played well when he did. It's just, if he gets another concussion, what happens? What happens? That That is very a scary outlook that I don't think anybody's talking about. I don't want, I don't want that, but that isn't an outcome where nobody wants to be a part of that everybody's scared of. Yeah. It's something you got to consider. That's for yeah. sure. This podcast is proud to be supported by jets pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why it's simple. Jets is better with the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country. There's no competition right now. Get $5 off any eight corner pizza with code eight save. That's the number eight S A V E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Um, all right. Well, obviously, it's a quarterback league. So we oh, it is? More, we got to keep going quarterbacks. I know how much yeah. you love this. Love uh, quarterbacks. Raiders get Jimmy G for three years. I believe $72 million. Is Jimmy G an upgrade from Derek Carr? No. Wow. Flat out, no. No. What the Raiders should have been doing is piling up some O-linemen uh, for Derek Carr. They put that all on, on uh, Derek Carr, and I just think, you know, it was very inconsistent play because he couldn't he couldn't step through on his throws. 
Um, he was dealing with a lot of heat in his face every single time. Not to mention Renfro and Waller were both injured half of the year last year. Now he's going to a situation where it's a little bit better. You got Jarvis Landry. You got uh, Michael Thomas, who's coming off an injury that should be a lot better. And I think you got a better O-line and you got Kamara. I just think what the Raiders did, they didn't really surround him with a not enough protection. Uh, and if we're looking at Jimmy G right now, what what is his one flaw? He's been injured. And so if you can't protect him, it's it's going to show that you can't protect him because he won't be out there very long. And they just lost Stidham as well. So it's looking like a situation where the Raiders did not think this think this out very well. Well, this is obviously a comfortability thing. I mean, Jimmy mm-hmm. G was with McDaniels in New England, and he wanted his guy there to run his system, right? Very true. Because they went you and got know. Jacoby Myers too. So they've got, they, they're bringing over Patriots to be a part of this. Yeah, and some of those guys were trying to stay away from the Patriots. So yeah, well, there you go, there you go. Um, all right, so so you think though it's not an upgrade? No, and then okay, this is another part. But the they money just, too, significantly cheaper than Derek Carr too. I'm not even going to say that. What did they just do that might have screwed up this whole thing? They just traded Darren Waller, and so you just trade away your focal piece besides Devontae Adams. And now it becomes a situation where if the Devontae's not open, who are you throwing to? Renfro? I don't know. But it's not looking good over there. Well, but the Waller thing is weird, too, because uh, did you see the back and forth with? Yes. His, I saw his, the back and forth. Oh, and, man. It, it just seems like that relationship between Waller and McDaniel had really soured. Uh, let's just say that. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, not getting invited, invited to the, the wedding. wedding. And then and was then also. Just, leaking the wedding uh like yeah. there was a lot going on there yeah a lot going on there man I, yeah coach t don't ever do that to me no yeah well <laughs> luckily you've already been married he can't leak yeah. the yeah but man that's crazy um yes. all right interesting news here today too cowboys release zeke elliott um what do you think wow. zeke's future looks like in the nfl there's definitely teams that could acquire his services um you know he's a downhill runner um can be good in the the pass blocking game as well um, I just think the number, the cap hit was just too big for Dallas Cowboys right now. So we'll see, but I think Zeke will be on a team. Um, and you know, it's not just him out there. You, you got guys like Austin Eckler, uh, looking for jobs. So there, there are some good running backs out there. Um, and they're going to help out some teams. No, it's crazy. The running back market is interesting because there's been rumors of like Eckler wants out, Dalvin cook might be getting traded. So a lot of guys are going to be available, but it kind of brings me back to this where, you know, we've seen a couple corners recently get traded, right? Stefan Gilmore, Jalen Ramsey. And I just am curious, what is your take on the lack of draft capital or even compensation teams are getting back for these types of players? Because they're both still really good corners, right? Yeah, I think for defenders, um, you know, you look at some of the, what these quarterbacks are getting traded for. And sometimes I'm just like, man, you can trade a fourth round or fifth round pick to get a guy that could, you know, get you to a Super Bowl, he could shut down half of your field. And I don't like I don't know if it's the team not asking for more or the teams uh you know not valuing that player enough. Because I just I just it's it's kind of dumbfounding you see some of these players that are, you know, top notch guys and you play them week in and week out and you know, they're on the board because they're saying, Yeah, we gotta watch out for this guy. 
but that when it comes to like a negotiation or a trade, they just go for you know uh, a cheaper pick. That if that if they cho- they chose someone with that pick, they weren't getting that return in that. Yeah, and I think the Jalen Ramsey one we were talking before the show that you had said there were contract things in there that Jalen wanted that was going to be a part of that, I believe, or extra couple years yeah. to where maybe maybe made the deal a little trickier. But I just can't believe what what was it for him? Was it a a, th- a third round pick and a in a tight end? I believe. Yeah. Jim well, it, it's like funny. Everybody puts out we need a first rounder for him, and then like yeah, <laughs> then it turns into oh, we'll just give you a third rounder and then this tight end that we were trying to get rid of anyways. Yeah, so, it's like, come on, Steelers. We could have traded Connor Hayward in a third-round pick for Jalen Ramsey, right? You going to tell Connor that? <laughs> hey, he might have, like, played at L.A., right? Who knows? But no, I'm kidding. We ain't trading Connor. Don't worry. He would have uh, been pretty mad paying those taxes. Oh, yes, that that's a good point. That is a good point. That's a good point. All right, guys. Well, that is our episode for free agency. We've got some more stuff coming to you, but – uh. This is just a start, and uh, you know this is just the start of free agency. So stay tuned for more. Thank you guys for watching this episode of Not Just Football. Hayden, thank you so much for bringing up all this information that you know is going to apply to the Steelers and other teams. But uh, it's been fun. Thanks. You too. See you later.